Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio on a Wednesday morning. We've made it to the halfway point of the week. Congratulations, Hump sir. Hump day. Hump day. The Chiefs are currently in minicamp, and uh, how things going up north? Well, everybody's shown up. Of course, you have to. It's mandatory. There were three missing players yesterday, which I don't think is really significant in any respect except for those guys, although I'm sure there's a legitimate excuse. Kyle Long is injured. Martinez Rankin, also an offensive lineman, has to be injured, otherwise he would have shown up. And Armani Watts, who is a defensive back, was not there. These are probably long-term injuries that are probably being taken care of right now. Long was there, but it didn't do anything, just stood around. Well, that's all anybody did anyway. This, these are the mini caps, but you do have to be there. You do have helmets on, and there is some padding, but no contact drills of any significance. So it all wraps up tomorrow, and then... In July, it's off to St. Joe, and they are, they being the Chiefs, are going to open it up to the public on special days. Let's go, Chiefs. I can't wait to go back up to St. Joe and see my team play at a college. Tell you who was there, and this is significant, the Laurent DuVarnay-Tardif. Oh, yeah. He's back, baby. He is, and he says he really missed it, but he did the right thing. Yeah, he did absolutely the right thing because, you know, it's bigger than football, and he can only... uh, it, it, it's a sacrifice because you only have a certain amount of time to play professional football. But he also looked at it from the bigger picture about what he's going to do post-football, and that goes into it too. So, I mean, it sucks he sacrificed a year. Hell, if we had him on the team, you never know how that could have ended. We would have at least had a little bit more help up front. But uh, You mean to tell me these guys aren't going to play forever? Oh, tell, Ned, tell that Ned. to, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, the running back. Oh, Bell? Oh, yeah. Yeah, who, who picked him up? Anyone pick him up recently? <laughs> yeah. Um, so when does baseball's big crackdown on doctored balls begin? Because we just had some uh, one of the St. Louis Cardinals pitcher admit to putting uh, dealing with some sticky substance a couple years back. But uh, baseball is saying no mas. One of the Cardinals pitchers was Adam Wainwright, and he did admit that in 2019 he did put sticky substance on the ball to help get a better grip on it. Well, <laughs> there's always that way you're looking for that finite edge to get a win. Well, the baseball's going to crack down on it starting next Monday. And next Monday, the umpires will have free reign. They're going to check if there's anything suspicious. They're going to stop a game and uh, look at a player's hat just because they feel that it needs to be checked. There's got to be some reason why they're doing it. If the pitcher's going to his hat or whatever the case might be, it'll be a determination on the part of the umpires. And if the player is found to have been using illegal substances, automatic. 10-game suspension. Automatic. Automatic. They are not playing around at all. What do you think about this? As a guy that loved the game for so long. Well, there's again, you're looking for that finite edge. The Houston Astros had the electronic sign stealing, and uh, there are baseball players who go through time delays to get that that winning edge and so forth and so on. it's, It's part of the game. But in this case, when you're using some kind of a foreign substance to get a better grip so you can put a better spin... And the game does need some offensive juice punched into it. Uh, it probably it probably does need to be adjudicated. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, it always reminds me of that scene in Major League where the older pitcher is talking about how sometimes he'll just throw snot on it just to see what will happen. <laughs> so, uh, tea time. When's that start tomorrow for the U.S. Open? Well, that's interesting because the uh, the tournament this year is being played at Torrey Pines out in La Jolla. 
La Jolla is about, oh, it's, it's a suburb of San Diego more than anything. It's, it's a little bit south of there. Torrey Pines is right on the Pacific Ocean. It is a beautiful course, but it's also very tough. All right, it is Pacific Coast. So the first players will tee off Central Time, our time, at 8.45 tomorrow morning. That is 6.45 Pacific Time. Most of the players, most of the big names are right around midday, early in the afternoon. That's, of course, for TV purposes. They'll flip-flop on Friday. Now, as far as the defending champion, his name is Bryson DeChambeau. He will tee off shortly after 3 o'clock Central Time tomorrow afternoon, and then he'll flip-flop that and to be very early in the morning on the Friday. Then it all evens out to where you stand in the field. This is the U.S. Open. This is the United States National Championship that they're playing for, and Torrey Pines is a very good test. It is a test. you got that wind coming in from the ocean, blowing things around. So the Cardinals definitely need to get every win they can against the Marlins. Were they able to do it in Game 2? Barely, but they did. It It barely doesn't count. It's a win, and that's the important thing about it. And you're right. This is a team that the Cardinals have to beat. The Miami Marlins are not very good. They're very weak. They had any number of chances last night to get ahead of the Cardinals and keep it because Miami's pitching is pretty fair. But they never took advantage of it, and the Cardinals win it on a walk-off home run by Goldschmidt in the last of the ninth inning, win it 2-1, a game that they had to win. Again, Cardinals have to win all these games against the weak sisters. Play again this afternoon. It'll be nice and balmy up in St. Louis this afternoon when they take the field at Bush Stadium reason they're playing in the afternoon on Wednesday is because the Cardinals have to leave the city and be in Atlanta tomorrow night. Not that that's a tremendously long trip, but it does give them a little bit of extra time to rest. Nonetheless, a win. Cardinals pick up another game because both the Brewers and Cubs lost, so St. Louis is now only four games out of first place and one game over 500. That's good. Now, speaking of must-wins, uh, Royals are not over 500 right now, but they definitely need to be beating up on Detroit. They lost game one in the series. What about game two? Lost it as well. Oh, man, I don't like that. Four to three. Uh, the Cardinal, uh, the uh, Royals did lose the ball game. Got some pretty good hits. Whit Merrifield continues to be a very good offensive threat. He's one of the league leaders in, in batting. But the margin is victory, and the Royals did not come up with that. They're just not able to get that winning niche going. And you're right, Detroit is a team they should be beating, but not able to. So a loss for Kansas City, they will play again this afternoon as well up at uh, Kauffman Stadium. And it's going to be a warm, warm day up there uh, at the sports complex. Now, it seems to me that whoever has the home court is going to win the game, especially when it comes to the nets Bucks series. They go back to Brooklyn, and now the Brooklyn Nets own the series 3-2. to They do, but not without a whole lot of effort by one particular guy, Kevin Durant, who had the game of a lifetime. Now, we've mentioned this on the show before. In my opinion, Kevin Durant is the best player in the world as we speak. Tremendous offensive threat. Seven foot one, although he doesn't admit to that. He's 6'11", he says. He doesn't want to be a seven-foot point guard. He's a tremendous athlete. Had a triple-double last night. Now keep in mind, the, the Brooklyn Ball Club and the Nets got off to a very slow start, tremendously slow start. They were behind by 17 points at one time and continued to be behind. And they have injuries. James Harden playing with a pulled hamstring. Kyrie Irving can't even play at all. He has a damaged ankle. So Durant took it upon himself to lead the team. He had to. Scored 49 points in a triple-double. 49 points. A tremendous effort by him. And it brought the Nets back to victory, 114-108. to 
So it is Brooklyn that leads that best of seven series, three games to two. They could wrap it up again in Milwaukee when they play, but that's tomorrow night when they play. I have a feeling the home court is going to probably hold forth. Uh, the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo, is also a tremendously good player, and they have a good team. Yeah, it, like I said, that, that series has been one to watch. Um, but then you look down uh, to our friends in the south with the uh, Phoenix Suns, and, man, they're going to be – it's just I was talking to somebody recently about this, and, and especially in basketball, well, hell, in, in any sport, there's just something about a team, and you, everyone can see it. There's just like this magic. There's like this, they got the juice, whatever you want to call it. I don't know who's going to beat the Suns, man. Because especially with the Nets and their injury not problems. Unbeatable. The Suns have been beaten during the course of the year. Now they did fly under the radar. They finished. Uh, they, you know, they're the top seed in the West, but they're not unbeatable. It's a, all a matter of matchups and how, you, how you're able physically to match up with other teams, your defensive skills, your offensive skills. Phoenix has great offensive skills, and they do have the veteran leader, Chris Paul. And when Paul's out there, and Paul is 36 years old, and he's also busy on the side selling insurance, but the fact of the matter remains that he can still play, and he's still a leader. And then Devin Booker, the one-and-done player at Kentucky, is also a tremendous scorer. They, they have a good team. They really do. We'll see. It's been exciting, but uh, still a long way to go in the NBA playoffs, Ned. I will see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Yes, sir.